0: Welcome to Salty, the show where a clueless cook attempts to prepare a gourmet meal. No experience, no recipe. Just a pile of ingredients and a pro chef on the other end of the line. Then we eat and judge the meal with a salty guest. I'm Lisey. And I'm Perla. We're from Jersey City. And we're your salty hosts.
1: Today we have our rookie, AJ Myers from Queens, and chef Sean Munchoff from Reno, preparing pork tenderloin and braised greens and farro. We'll sample the meal with critic Manny Festo from the Poets Lounge podcast. On this episode, we'll search for bigger pots, ask if garnishes are recycled. Uh, gross. Yeah. And ponder whether or not ordering seamless counts as preparing a meal. We asked AJ to give us a rundown of his day-to-day cooking and eating habits. Here's what he had to say.
2: So I I survive entirely on seamless, three meals a day. And the last meal I cooked is probably pita bread and hummus, which isn't really cooking, but it's the last (laughs) thing I... (laughs) (laughs) It's the last thing I put together, um, and passed off as cooking. So I really, I honestly can't tell you the last meal I cooked myself. I used to cook. I used to, I used to like to cook. And by cook, I mean I used to throw things into pots and pans and I never followed recipes. I kind of just went with it. And, um, but I, I live with people uh, in New York City and and um, had the experience of having to share all my food. Um, and so I, I kind of backed off cooking and, and uh, decided to just survive on ordering in. And I found that to be an easier way of life.
1: Chef, do you have any... Uh stories of times that you cooked and uh roommates have eaten your food
3: (laughs) my wife eats all my food
0: oh your wife that's (laughs) awesome there you go have you ever had to give instructions on how to cook anything over the phone is this your first time doing this uh
3: yeah actually my buddy called me up. had a serious steak Without without a grill, the other day, I kind of walked him through that. He said it uh, turned out to be one of the best steaks he had. So, right. was a practice tutorial for me.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's promising. That's, that's very promising. That makes me yeah. feel really good yeah. right now.
2: So, how do you sear a steak without yeah. a grill?
3: You get a pan really really hot and put oil in it, and uh, let the oil get smoking. Put it in there and press it down.
2: The ingredients that that you laid out, all sixty of them, are uh, pretty pretty intense, and I, I had a hard time trying to even understand it. So, you're you're gonna have to Explain to me the difference between chard and okay. mustard greens, which, by the way, is not in the mustard aisle at the store. <laughs> I thought it was like canned greens.
0: No. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know yeah. what that is either. We're
3: not using, so any, we're not using any canned food today, man.
2: No, there are no cans. Yeah. I was very excited about that. Yeah, it's right. good. Fresh this food. is going to
0: be a good experience. Just, you know, you. the expectations are very high on this end right now, just FYI. Oh, good. <laughs> I love mustard <laughs> greens, so don't mess this up.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> I'll try not to. Sean, that's on you. You got a lot of pressure.
0: Guys, we're really excited, and thank you guys for being a part of this. We can't wait to try some amazing food.
2: So off to the kitchen with us. Oh, God. I am looking through a ton of things. Okay,
3: so let's get all those pulled out. It's otherwise known as your uh, mise and place. Get everything in your one spot, in place, ready to work. So
2: I'm, I'm actually a very anal retentive person, and when I look at things that are different labels i kind of get frustrated like soy sauce label doesn't match the fish sauce label and all this stuff so setting it up like this is making me realize that i have some issues
3: okay you're having issues understanding everything
2: i got many issues you're not going to be able to solve them all but uh, i got everything laid out in front of me
3: let's get the all the herbs together. So let's get like the thyme, the sage, the chives put together, and the tarragon. All right, then let's get your uh, your fennel, which will be the big white bulb on
2: the bottom that has long green stalks. Uh, 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 what is it?
0: Since you can't see AJ, we'll just read his facial expressions for you. He has no idea what he's looking for.
2: The fennel. <laughs> fennel. Fennel. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a um a plant. I yes, guess. There you go. Okay. All right, I got it. I got so the plant.
3: that rainbow char, kale, and mustard greens all together. Onion and chalot.
2: Onion, chalet, garlic. I have no counter space now, by the way.
3: Okay, just try to create a spot and then if you need to uh hold stuff in the fridge in like another spot, let's still organize. Okay to, like, make more counter space because I have no idea how much counter space you work. I'm
2: working with the New York City kitchen, which is about... I have enough counter space for a laptop and a coffee machine.
3: A laptop and a coffee machine? Okay. Let's get your oven turned on to 350 degrees. You got know to turn the oven
2: on, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Preheating. 350 degrees.
1: Needless to say, AJ's prep skills were not particularly advanced.
2: I didn't know this is what thyme smells like.
3: Yeah, it smells really good, huh? Yeah, thyme is delicious. There's a,
2: there is a green herb that I absolutely hate, but I can't remember what it is. Pesto. Pesto.
3: Pesto, so you do like basil?
0: In case you missed that, AJ thought pesto was an herb.
3: Yeah, and you have a uh, zester.
2: A, a zester. Yeah, hold on. There it is. I've never zested before in my life, though, so I'm going to do what?
3: All right, so what you're gonna do is you just rub the rind of the orange against the grain on the zester just to get a little bit of the orange rind into your bowl for some extra flavor. Mm.
2: I don't think the label's supposed to be on the orange, so.
3: Yeah, let's not get the label on that.
1: Let's skip ahead to braising Greens, where things got a little stressful.
3: All right, so you got the onion and the fennel. So I want you to cut the green stalks off the fennel. So whatever long green almost looks like celery coming off
2: from Yep. The, from the bottom. Fennel's the one with the big big bulb at the bottom?
3: Yeah, we're going to use that big bulb. We're not going to use the stalks and prongs.
2: Stalks and frongs. <laughs> that sounds funny. All right. Um, done. I chopped them off.
3: So now I want you to... Grab all your greens, mm. mustard, kale, and chard.
2: Okay, hold on. Mustard, kale. Okay, the rainbow chard I can identify because someone informed me that the stocks look like rainbows. I, I don't know. I have to call for help again. <laughs> which one is which? Kale. This is kale. Yeah. Do I need kale right now?
3: Yeah, you need all of them.
2: Apparently, this is mustard. Oh,
1: that's mustard.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got a lot of greens.
3: Yeah, well, it's going to cook down to not a lot.
2: Okay. Um, can I just tear the leaf off of the stem? Yeah, that's fine. Oh. Okay. So this is going to take a bit. Okay, there's a lot here. How how much do I need legitimately? All of this? All of it, yeah. I I have a feeling that they bought a lot more greens than... I need for this I am telling you right now I have a massive amount of greens in front of me
3: dude you're gonna you're gonna be surprised at how far they cook down man
2: how many how often do rubber bands end up making their way into the mix here
3: they should never end up in the food
2: that's like a hard fast rule
3: yeah let's let's shoot for zero rubber bands in our dish today okay All right. I want you to add to like get it get the pan heated up for like a minute. Are we are we working with gas or? Uh, I'm cooking electric? with gas. Awesome.
2: Okay, I'm putting one more time. I'm putting my fennel and my onion.
3: Yeah. And,
2: and it has a little, little bit of garlic. garlic that you can, but you
0: can. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> AJ is spraying hot oil across the kitchen.
2: Holy! Is it super hot? All right. It, yeah, I had a little splashback. Okay. I had a little splashback, but the entire—I—someone I, should take a photo of this because this is the entire counter is covered in green leaves.
3: I feel—I feel like you're cooking in a closet.
2: It, that's what it feels like too.
3: All uh, right, You got white oh. wine around you?
2: White wine. I need white wine. All right. Uh, what they
3: get? They get little bottles, big bottle.
2: No, there's—I have what's left out of a fun night of Pinot Grigio.
3: How much of a bottle you got left?
2: I have about... What would you say this is? How much wine is this left? A cup and a half. Cup and a half? Can I use Moscata or Pinot Grigio? (laughs) By the way, all these greens... These greens aren't going in this pot, are they? Yeah, they are. All of them?
3: It's a big pot, right?
2: I don't know what a big pot... Your big pot and my big pot may be different. I, I have a... Pot that is larger than another pot.
3: The biggest pot you have.
2: Oh no, I didn't use the biggest pot I had. All right, I'm adding the greens to the pot. There's still no physical way all these greens are fitting into this pot. It's gonna wilt down, they said. Exactly. It's a lot of wilting still needed. We're gonna need a bigger pot.
3: You're gonna be surprised, man. You're gonna be you're gonna be shocked.
2: I absolutely, I 100% trust you that it's gonna happen. I just 100% guarantee to you that I don't think I'm going to get it all in. All
3: right. So what we're going to do, if you can't fit them all in there, is that we'll start getting them cooked down, and as some of them cook down, we'll add the rest, and then we'll be able to add it, and then we'll be able to let them all cook down. While you're messing around with the pot, also, I want you to get a like a sauté pan, Sa- big enough for your pork loin to fit in, because we're going to start searing your pork off.
2: Okay. I stand corrected. All of it fit.
3: See, I told you, man.
2: Yeah, I am completely dumbfounded by that. Science.
1: After AJ slayed those greens, Chef Sean set him loose on the pork loin.
3: We're going to need two more pots.
2: Oh my goodness. Two more pots. All right. Okay, searing pork time.
3: All right, when you lay it in the pan, lay the pork away from you so it doesn't splash back at you
2: lay it away from me so it doesn't splash back.
3: Yeah, when you put it in there, like, lay it down in your hands on the top, and then you, like, lay it it down in there and lay it away. Pull your hand away.
2: Alright, it doesn't really fit in the pan, but it's getting there.
3: Okay.
2: One in. Alright. They fit.
3: Is it making a nice hard searing sound?
2: It sounds like it's searing
3: okay all right so what we're looking for is like nice golden brown like hard golden brown colors on on it and then we're gonna we're gonna sear it on all sides on all four
2: okay and we'll- so we want golden brown on the bottom and then i flip it after
0: the pork was seared and in the oven it was time to do a little cleaning
3: clean your work area a little bit
2: clean my workspace
3: uh just your work area that you were cutting everything on i'm assuming you got a pretty big mess
2: I, yeah, there's a lot of mess, and I just found a bowl of garlic. Were we supposed to use this?
3: Yeah, we were supposed to use that in the greens.
2: Oh, should I throw it in the greens now?
3: Yeah, throw it in the greens now.
2: All right. Pot, the pan is hot.
3: Okay, add your shallots.
2: Shallots added.
3: All right, let, I'm gonna, I want you to let those cook down for about a minute or so. Kind of like they're going to get translucent. They're going to start to like, get kind of like clear looking a little bit.
2: I, I forgot to add the oil all right i added it now
3: we're not we're not trying to make it perfect
2: well you may not be but i'm trying to make it perfect i have some very important people to impress with this by the way very important people who, who just watched me pick a stock off the ground and wash it off so i could put it back in my meal
3: yeah let's not do that now now that you've made it this far we're gonna start doing like two things at once you you're you're advancing
2: <laughs> okay. Level two Level two Okay, so power up, man I'm good, can I drink some of this wine?
3: If you want, save at least half a cup Okay, do you have a uh,
2: stock pot? Another pot? I've got one more pot left And I don't know what it is I don't know what size this is But it's like a saucepan Oh, we do have more pots I have more pots
3: Okay, so you got your faro?
2: I've got my farro. Organic farro. An ancient Roman grain. It's a box.
3: How, how big is the pot you're using?
2: Um, it says could fit a bowl of soup.
3: Two cups of farro in there? Let's do two cups farro.
2: So right now it's just onions and farro. At what point am I supposed to look back at the greens?
3: Anytime you want. Anytime you feel worried about them, check them. So you're not stressing out about everything. You're the one. You're the one that has all the stuff around you. So just like keep an eye on all of you think you need to look at it, look at it. You're not going to ruin anything.
2: <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> all right, let's get salty then. Um, by the way, the cream thing is having some fun. Uh, the shallots, it's bubbling and getting all weird. It looks like it, cottage cheese. Up? Yeah, it looks like cottage cheese. That
3: means it's cooked down too far. Ah, uh, add some more cream.
2: Add more cream? I mean, it's not like thick, it's still liquidy. Oh, okay, cool. It just is, looks uh, like it's congealing.
3: Take your regular like spoon that you would normally use to eat your cereal. Yep. And I want you to dip it in the sauce. Okay. Flip it over to look at the back of your spoon, and I want you to run your finger through it.
2: Run my finger over the back of the spoon. Yes. Done.
3: Did it create a line? It did. Is the cream like falling away from the line?
2: It's there's a straight line in between my where my finger dragged.
3: Okay, and it seems pretty thick.
2: Yeah, on both sides, you can very clearly see the coated spoon.
3: Awesome, perfect.
2: Ooh, that's delicious. What the stuff that I um strained out of the sauce what do i do with that the shallots
3: oh you can just discard that
2: throw it out i'm gonna save it for later (laughs) okay it was really good that's my save for later pile guys (laughs) i've dirtied every dish we have
3: open the oven and check the thickest thickest part of the loin itself we're okay See what
2: What temperature is it supposed to get to I
3: want you to pull it out at 145 degrees
2: alright we are at 150
3: pull the pork out yep I want you to that was the thickest part right
2: I don't know where I'm going to put it that was the thick thickest part of the meat yep
3: Okay, yeah. I want you to pull the meat out. Yeah. I want you to set it a spot that it's not gonna burn anything because it's hot. Like top of your stove. Open it. Yeah, it is Somewhere hot. where you could set it where it's out of your way. All right. So I want you to grab your other orange.
2: Another orange? Can I just use the other half of the blood orange we already used, or do you need a whole one?
3: I'm using it as a garnish.
2: As a garn? You're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous about killing people, and you're concerned with garnishes.
3: Yeah, exactly, man. (laughs) All
2: right. So, I got another orange. What do you want me to do?
3: Okay, I want you to uh, cut the tips off of each side, lay one side flat on your cutting board, take your knife, and I want you to start cutting it down the sides and cutting the orange right off. Do you
2: want me to show you? Yeah.
1: Okay,
2: I'm calling for help.
1: Asking is he trying to
2: We're trying to cut supremes re, re, remove what is it called supremes supreme Yeah. We're supreming.
3: Yep, supreme. Okay. We're supreming the orange. Cut
1: this, but you want to leave the actual like edible part. Ah.
2: It's
1: going to end up making you do this. And then see so what well, that's what you want at the end. Okay. It's a pretty little
2: piece. Cute. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try that now. Um Supreming. Where did these names come from? They all sound like singers. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I did not do one as well as as um, Lisi, but yeah. But it's it's. it's not doing
0: it,
2: though. I don't know. Not really. I'm kind of marring it. It's a suprump. This is the hardest thing you've had me do. FYI. <laughs> I'm serious. This is the hard this I'm this ad, is ad, stressing advanced, me out.
3: Advanced prep cooking.
2: Advanced prep cooking. This is this is stressful. Trying to cut little pieces of orange and make them look nice enough. I All I right. have
3: You got those done?
2: Yeah. I mean, who's to say?
3: We 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 only need a, we only need a few like you're like
2: yeah you're getting 12 no you're getting like six like 13 i've got six okay. good ones and the rest are mangled
3: so throw the farro in the bowl
2: farro in like a serving bowl yep and we're at that point now okay
3: Slice your pork into like one inch medallions
2: three one inch medallions and medallion is like a
3: disc like a medallion
2: okay Pretty cooked. Okay. Um, How much do I do?
3: Give them three. All right. Now I want you to take the cream sauce that we made. Okay. Yeah, and I want you to do a nice drizzle over the pork. Add a couple of the orange Supremes to each plate around the pork.
2: Okay. Orange Supreme. Orange Supreme. Orange Supreme. Yeah, how many you got? I got enough for everyone to have... I had enough for everyone to do three, but now not. Everything's on the plate. And it
3: it it looks pretty decent. Yeah. Good, man. I'm proud of you. Good job, bro. Thanks, man. No problem, bro.
1: Finally, AJ and Sean's masterpiece was complete. It was time to dig in.
0: So... That was a show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was the most intense, legitimately the most intense, what, two hours? Yeah. I
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, tell us tell us about your experience. How how was that, AJ?
2: I mean, so first of all, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. I don't know my ingredients very well, clearly. And I'm I'm glad that I I was able to call call you guys for some help. But um yeah, it's it's uh it was an experience in and of itself. I, I don't think I will remember anything that I just did except I want the recipe for the white sauce. sauce, the white sauce. Because I'm gonna make that every day and eat it with cereal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sean, how did it feel on your end? That was a trip,
3: man. Definitely trying to take my teaching to like a whole other level, really breaking it down to explain. Stuff like that somebody has no idea what they're doing definitely just made me think a lot more than I thought I was going to have to, which ended up working out. That was a good experience. I really enjoyed it.
1: It's kind of funny. We were just mentioning you're saying that you had to break it down to another level, but there's things that you were saying that he still didn't really know. It's just kind of um as a chef or someone in the kitchen, you take for granted that someone doesn't know what PLAS is or the size of a baton. Yeah. Mints versus dice and just things that you're like, yeah, grab a, an appropriate sized pot. And he's like, well. This is a soup pot. Like what do I do with it.
2: <laughs> what one of the other things was was not not knowing where to move, and the space is so limited in in most New York City kitchens, and I had right. zero room to like maneuver and spread out. I gotta say, I did not expect the greens to fit.
0: <laughs> you were very doubtful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Once that went in, yeah, very doubtful. Yeah, I was. I was sold. I was like, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. It fit. Um, The plates look amazing, if I can say so myself, because you really went above and beyond, obviously, helping me get the garnishes and and setting everything up. Um, So I thank you for that, because this this is definitely something I could never have pulled off on my own.
1: Exceeded expectations here. Should we dig in, guys, and actually taste it?
2: What do you you suggest we eat first? What's the first thing that should touch our palate? Good question. Yeah. Uh.
3: I mean, I, I'm a go-getter on the meat. I'd go, I'd go in for the pork. You like the sauce a lot, so yep. the sauce on the pork. And then uh, I'd try everything kind of separate first and then kind of just start piecing it together.
0: Mm. Well, Manny. Amazing. Yeah, hi. Hey, Manny. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
4: Yeah, sure. The, the full pen name, I guess, will be Manifesto. is what I've uh-huh. gone by for some years now. Uh, I am a music maker, rapper, all that, music producer, and uh, a, a fellow podcaster myself.
0: Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. I have What's a, your podcast about?
4: It's called The Poet's Lounge with Manifesto because I want to hype myself up. <laughs> uh, and uh, I basically interview an assortment of uh, poets and rappers, songwriters, and even comedians. Uh, and maybe one day I'll delve into authors and other writers of stuff. And uh, yeah, interview them to talk about how they write their, their stuff, uh, how they come up with it, and why they do it and... We talk about hilarity and all that good stuff. So
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So now that you're digging in, do you know anything about cooking? Like, do you cook yourself or? I'm
4: one of those guys who doesn't, like, you know, investigate into, like, recipes and stuff like that. Uh, A lot of do that. I just kind of, like, I find some stuff that I say that's good. And then I find my own way to kind of mesh it together. Could you because pull this off? No, absolutely not. Especially not even, without even, even with the chef uh, yeah. f- for, like, helping me, I probably would be, like, lost. Even just, I would get frustrated, like, the time of it all. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember you were asking him, do you do this every night? Like, I don't know, like, he, he can weigh in on this. Like, do, do you do this every night? Because if I had to do this for, like, every meal, I would, like, lose my appetite by
2: the end <laughs> of the, the whole process. I don't know. How do you do this every night? I mean, you do this on a larger scale, right? I run a restaurant that has a hundred and... 20
3: seats in the dining room and doubles in size for the summer i love to i love to create dishes i've always been to art i find cooking as a, an art form i just really get a really good vibe off of cooking and you could you couldn't do it on a higher scale like i do if you didn't have a passion for it by any means
2: you know you just said something that i that really weighs with me or resonates with me cooking is an art form which is why i don't do it <laughs> and, no i'm serious I
0: it's so deep
2: right now. I am going to. No, here, here's <laughs> what I mean. And, you know, there are people who obviously specialize in certain things, like a doctor or judge, or it's not my skill. It's not something that I have, like, as you said, the patience for or or the ability to pull off. I'd rather appreciate right. other people's cooking, which is why I order all the time, because I order in saying, you know what, someone else will put their love into this and, and, and whatnot. You know, this obviously it's something that I can learn and, and learn to appreciate and, and, and possibly replicate. It is an art form. I'm not that type of artist.
4: I, I have learned since I started cooking my own food more so, like, which happened like later on while, uh, in, in my college, my college days, uh, that when you cook your own food... It kind of it makes it taste better, just because you're like I've, I put effort into this. You know, that's that's the main reason why I, I enjoy cooking as much as I do. Yeah, to the level that I do.
1: Um, and I'm sure you've now experienced that beyond being an art form, it definitely is a systematic discipline. Um, cooking. So, for example, the amount of counter space you had is not a lot, but it's a lot more than you think.
3: You have to organize so well when you're cooking, or it just becomes chaos, and your mind just starts to buckle.
1: Sean, you would have had a heart attack. If you That's would have I, seen I was, I, what was happening.
3: I was assuming that his whole area was. Just destroy that's so why I was like, all right, dude, I think you need to clean your station. <laughs> yeah, like I tell like the like line cooks that like work, you'll see them just start to like build up all their prep around them. I'm like, you need to clean which while you're working, that clean space makes a clear mind, especially if you're working in such a small space like you guys are doing over there. I was just walls of prep were building up around them. Oh, yeah
1: yeah, that was whatever you think, it was ten times worse. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, can you talk a little about the uh, the pharaoh on the
3: floor?
2: There's <laughs> So, first and foremost, and, uh, and i 'm sure i didn 't really measure things out properly because there is definitely more food than for four, yeah. um, thankfully uh, the crew here who who got to taste it um, as well, which was which was great to be able to feed everyone. but um, I spilt more faro than I think i 've consumed thus far. Um, <laughs> yeah and the greens as well. um there was greenery everywhere. um but you know what was really strange for me uh-huh. is is I can vividly recall mixing the salt and the pepper and the first four ingredients that we threw into a bowl to make the uh rub vivid uh-huh. and then it's black <laughs> <laughs> then then from there it's true he i can't the then it was <laughs> right. then it was me entrusting that this man in my ear is going to direct how I do the rest of this. And I I mean I couldn't replicate it. I know I can't replicate this on my own, but I, I certainly I I couldn't even tell you now what I did.
0: I mean, I give you credit. You did very well because I guess between Lisey and I, our dynamic is Lisey's a chef. I cook occasionally. That's fine. But I don't know if I would have been able to do all the things that you did. I would have done it, but you did it pretty well.
1: You were very <laughs> cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. I know this was an experience for me just, um, yeah, from the chef perspective, watching you and just wanting to jump in and be like, Bro, what are you doing right now? And I was just like, No, no, I don't. And I was just watching. I was like, I'll Let him do his thing.
2: I'm so glad that I was able to call you guys for help sometimes yeah. because seriously, when you stepped in and helped, I mean, not every blood orange looks so good.
1: Oh yeah, can you talk about your garnish experience?
2: Yeah, so I'm not a garnish guy, <laughs> and if I could give you some, if I could give you some, some foodie uh, recommendation. I always flick garnish off my plate when I get it at restaurants. Cause I, here's why I'm almost positive, at least in New York city, that they recycle garnishes.
1: That's false. Is it false? That's very false. Yeah. Oh, good. And highly illegal and very gross
2: and very, all of those things.
1: Well, a garnish should, when you add a garnish to a plate, it should, you know, enhance it. There's that old school, like throw a piece of Curly parsley or whatever Just to make the plate look nice That's not a thing So if there's a garnish It's supposed to enhance Your overall experience of the dish So you should not flick
3: it Anything that goes on the plate For a garnish Should be edible And to enhance the plate Like you're talking about Hence why I told him To use blood oranges it If pops. you guys did have parsley I would have yeah. had it chopped up
1: Gotcha
2: I, I It's not think... like the
1: kale On the plate thing at IHOP like, Right <laughs> That's what I was going to say I'm like at IHOP
2: Yeah I don't know <laughs> Yeah no, I'm pretty sure I've been To New York <laughs> City diners And I was like mm-hmm. I had this garnish before These are my teeth marks.
0: But I hope not. Oh, yeah. So I just want to note that Manny's killing it right now. I'm, yes. I'm, like, I'm I would like to know what yeah. was your favorite. I'm assuming all of it, but we all know favorite AJ's favorite, but we want to know your favorite right now. Uh, my
4: favorite part of the dish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh definitely I mean this pork is, is fantastic. It's, it's, really it's cooked to perfection. It's, it's you know, it's very really it's soft. Um and the the sauce, of course, like I see why you like why why you like it so much. That's it, it's yeah, it's just it's perfect. <laughs> I gotta yeah. get this recipe. Maybe I'll try it one day when like I have a lot of time on my hands and patience. <laughs> I don't know.
2: You only need two hours.
0: Yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> only two,
2: two hours. hours. Hey, uh, Sean, if I wanted to do something not so complicated, hmm. but something similar to this, where where would I go to like? find recipes or how do you come up with what you're going to mix and match and pull all that stuff together?
3: A good book to like mix and match flavors or ingredients is a book called The Flavor Bible. I use that a lot to uh, create dishes. I actually use it for this recipe itself to pair stuff better, different stuff that goes well with pork, you know, give you different stuff that goes well with oranges. And then in case it goes well with mustard greens, you know what I'm saying. You kind of just start making your own dish.
2: Besides my uh, enjoying the flavor of the meal, that is what I'm most proud of. Of course, that yeah. I was able to get someone to eat a plate of food <laughs> the entire plate. You the thought entire you plate.
0: were going to
1: poison us, I, yeah. Yeah. and instead, I le- brought joy to our lives. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Aww. I still could get
2: poisoned, but for now, <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Yeah, if, yeah, we, don't know if, we don't know. I think it <laughs> takes about 30 great. minutes. It takes about 30. I, the I the was nervous; I wouldn't cook the meat thoroughly. I was nervous. The meat is perfect. Like, right. Yeah. I'm shocked. So, Sean, you're you're a mastermind. And I didn't even have a rack.
1: Yeah, no rack. (laughs) When you asked him for a rack, his eyes just, fear of God. He was like, oh, my God.
2: I used a cookie sheet. I used a a thin cookie sheet in the oven, but it came out perfectly. Yeah, awesome.
0: AJ, what would you say was your favorite thing of this whole experience?
2: Um, Of the whole experience? I would say... um, being taken out of my element and being, like, I couldn't, I didn't look at anything. I didn't get to see anything. I was all, it was just an audio instructional guide. And to know that someone else was telling me what to do but not showing me how to do it, that to me was, I think, the most interesting part and the takeaway
0: well yeah. thank you guys so much this was amazing um i'm pleasantly surprised i don't know about you lisey but yeah place plates are pretty much done everyone mm-hmm. really
1: enjoyed Manny killed his plate hey man we're All just I,
4: i've been hanging out for a <laughs> bit
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: um i think everyone's really really enjoying the overall experience and thank you so much sean for kind of donating your time and you yeah. know showing our rookie the ropes oh, over here
2: yeah, Sean. This was. Yeah, I'm this was really great. glad everything turned out well. I got your phone number on speed dial, so next time I try to do <laughs> anything you. like this, you should expect a call. Yeah. Where Where could I find you? Yeah, there you go. I'm uh, down at the shore at the Reno Renaissance Hotel in downtown Reno.
3: Right on the river, uh, riverfront dining, open kitchen.
0: That's awesome. We're all going to make our way out there. Yeah, sure. we're going to have to. I mean, if you can cook through the phone like this, I can only imagine. Yeah,
2: I'm ordering the pork when I get <laughs> there. <laughs> Extra white sauce, please.
0: And for our awesome guest Manny, where can we find you?
4: My my podcast um, at uh, Poets Lounge Pod, uh, com, and on your handy-dandy iTunes podcast app. Check us out.
0: Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sean, so much. Thank you for helping me.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. Of course. Dude, good job today, man.
2: All right, you too.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye bye.
0: Salty is a five-on production in collaboration with Midnight Market. Find us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts.
1: Follow us on social media at The Salty Pod and check out our website, saltypod.com. Email us at info at or call the Salty Hotline at 615-606-3925 and leave us a voicemail and tell us why you'd love to be on the show. We're always looking for rookies, chefs, and critics.
0: very salty it is like the utmost like salty
1: if there was something that was salty it's this
2: mm. it's really salty